0: Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Welcome to episode nine of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. So a lot has happened since last week. Uh, Justin Tucker missed an extra point. John Gruden made another trade. Rondo and Chris Paul had a fight. The World Series began. Uh, Did I mention John Gruden made another trade? Uh, A lot has been going on, and we have a lot to talk about today. I'm excited. This is episode nine. We're on iTunes now. A big shout out to Apple. So, you know, my iPhone uses iPad, you know, whatever Apple product you have stream electrified on Apple Podcasts. Please, you feel me? Please, if you can do that for the boy. Now, let's get right to it. OK, we might as well start off with the talk of, you know, the week and the weekend, uh, the Rockets and the Lakers had a little tiff, little fisticuffs, a little scrap. Hands were thrown. You know, I was very excited. This is the f- actual like first real NBA violence I've seen since like oh four. And I'm, I'm probably thinking back to the Pistons and Pacers, bro. Probably the most scariest things I've ever seen It like as a kid. My uh, secondhand anxiety was like going as I watched like that happen. I was like, "Oh my gosh, look, look at that poor man and his son." <laughs> oh no, <laughs> run! No, no, no. But yeah, that this is like very interesting to me because you know, like I remember last season, Lonzo was like, you know, none of these. What did he say? Like something like none of these actually, none of these dudes actually going to fight. <laughs> well, some of them are, Mister Ball. Some of them are. And some of them, one of them happens to be your teammates, a couple of them. Uh, um, So, you know, it starts off with Ingram and uh, James, you know, Ingram with the big push to Harden. And, you know, that's that's one of my favorite gifs at this moment. So that happens. Then, you know, things get, you know, mixed in and guys are in each other's faces. But it's like it, it looks like the situation is going to diffuse. Then you see Rondo and CP3 going at it and. CP3, you know, mushed Rondo like a real poke to the eye, like right between the eyes. You know, he really mushed that man. And then Rondo didn't like that. And then, you know, allegedly this is all stemming from Rondo spitting on CP3. And then the uh, altercation would ensue. So we got that going on. Rondo gets mushed. Then Rondo starts letting his hands go. So Rondo lets his hands go, gets a clean shot on CP3. Then CP3 also counted. I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all, watch the tape. He counted with a smooth left, straight left. I swear he caught him with two of them. I gotta watch it. Again. I gotta keep watching. It. I swear he caught him with two of them. But he caught him right on the nose. Think right on the nose, right on the nose. So that happened. So then you know, you know, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> He's not gonna let none of this go sweet. He not gonna go sweet. That's Brandon Ingram. Straight up gangster. Straight hood. Straight up thug. He just a thug that happened to play basketball. Have y'all seen that man's Instagram? Like in the like have y'all seen him before the league? Do you know what rappers I'm hey? I'm on the air. I'm not snitching on nobody. I'm not dry snitching on nobody. Uncle Shea said we don't do no dry snitching, but all I'm saying is do your research. I, I ain't dying, you feel me? I ain't saying no names. All I said was Brandon Ingram. He, he bought that work, and clearly he was, as he came in with a Superman punch to the whoever was in a red jersey. Didn't matter who it was. Whoever was in a red jersey was getting that. You know how long that wingspan is, bro? Shoo. So all this is going on, and you know the suspensions get handed out. Ingram gets the most, you know, the most games. And uh, that's happening. You know, I don't even really care about that. I just want to talk about the action. I just want to talk about the fights. I just want to talk about the fight. Um, So this is what I thought was interesting. Mello wanted no parts of anything. Mello said, oh, it's a fight fight. Oh, they fighting fighting. This is beyond me. Mello wasn't with it. Mello said, my wife is on power. I'm not on power. I'm not with it. At this moment, because you feel me? I'm not like, whoa. I can't even do that to Mello. Because Mellow was, uh, Mellow ain't no slouch. You know, Mellow from, <sighs> Mello from Baltimore, way from Baltimore, New York. That boy from Baltimore, New York. <laughs> Baltimore, New York. Come on now. You know that boy from Baltimore and New York at the same time. You really think he gonna go sweet? No. Um, Mellow, but you know, Chunky Mellow. With the uh the regular yeah, he gonna sweep. He went, you know, he wasn't too active last year, you know, when him and uh KD had words or whatever. You know, that was just words. But Melo did throw hands with the braids uh when he was on the Nuggets. That did happen. He did, he did throw hands, okay? We not saying that he don't got that in him, but we are saying we didn't see it Saturday night. Um, so yeah, that happened. Melo said, oh, no, sir. I want no parts of that. Then Bron Bron. Bron Bron is, well, he is somebody's dad. But in this moment, he was really acting like a dad, bro. He got, he grabbed Chris Paul up like, come on, son. What are you doing? Come on, son. Come on. And let me tell you something, all right? I don't care about all that teammate loyalty BS, excuse me. At the end of the day, you know, Bron don't really know his teammates like that. They're not his bros. Chris Chris Paul's godfather's his sons and that's his brother like come on now of course they're gonna go grab him up protect him first caring about them yellow jerseys I just got here not even really here for y'all you feel me like I'm just hooping with y'all y'all like y'all not really my mans for real y'all not the gang y'all just hooping with y'all of course they're gonna go get CP3 come on now cool him off come on now stop so that, that whole incident was funny to me I enjoy the crowd reactions, you know, Nipsey Hussle, uh, Travis Scott, you know, Floyd rubbing his hands like Birdman. That was pure comedy. So many gifs came out of that and memes came out of that moment. Uh, so that was interesting. And the Lakers would end up losing that game. But, you know, I really think this is how I feel about fighting in the NBA. Let him do it. It gets heated. It does get heated. Dudes was like a jaw. And you know, a little pushing it, pushing it seven. But if we're gonna throw hands, throw hands like the NHL, let them throw hands, bro. Let them throw hands, bro. Why not? I would like to see that. I like that in 2K. That, that would make me buy 2K if, if they let people fight on the game. well, I'm all for it. Square up, drop the ball, square up. Let's go. I'm all for it, man. And then you know, they, they said my man CB3 was in the secret tunnel looking for looking for uh Rondo, he was in the secret tunnel oh man and then oh this is another thing I don't like about this you know talking about CP3 and Rondo then you got people talking about Rom CP3 not a good teammate and CP3 dirty blah 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 this is just messy like Dylan Davis that's messy bro it's messy like analysts you know they have a job to do they got to talk about it you know but you don't even play anymore you just being messy like you in the shade room, basically. You just been messy, bro. Like, come on, man. But, the, you know, the whole situation is resolved. You know, the suspensions got handed out. And also, I'm not understanding the outrage with these suspensions, bro. They play 82 games in my line. Okay, they're going to miss a couple of checks. But as far as the game goes, they're not missing, missing that much time. They'll be all right. It's October. They're going to be back in November. Please stop. Please stop. Like, it's not that serious. Like, it's not like it's football. Four games in football, that's big, but not in basketball. Like, you know, everybody needs to just take a chill pill because, you know, like I said, this is the first time we've seen real violence in a long time, and I feel like everybody's just, you know, up in arms, you know. But it was interesting to see real violence on NBA court. But what's not interesting to see is the Lakers' struggles. mm mm, mm. So the Lakers lose three straight. They lose to Portland. They lose to the Rockets, and then they lose to San Antonio uh, the other night. And I watched. I watched that overtime. I didn't watch the whole game, but I did watch that overtime. And um, I think everybody's just in panic mode. I feel like this is. I feel like this is what happens when LeBron goes somewhere new. We've seen this before. Same thing happened with the Heat. Same thing when he went back home. Um everybody's going to speculate and everybody's going to make it a a big deal. It's October. <laughs> Nothing really matters until May and I feel like everybody just needs to chill out. It's three games. Whoop whoop they do. They have a lot more left. They have 73 Wait, oh, excuse me. This is why Eric does not take math. Ladies and gentlemen, they have 79 more games left. <laughs> Um, and, you know, they talk about LeBron in overtime and they said, oh, Lakers fans came out to cut and was like uh, Kobe would have made those free throws. Kobe stands like Kobe would have made those free throws. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Excuse me. Let me let me get this straight. Let me tell you exactly what they said. Kobe wouldn't have missed those free throws. Oh, you're right. Because Kobe wouldn't have hit the three to send it to overtime. He wouldn't have. LeBron. LeBron did. Oh, yo, I'm, I'm so tired of Kobe fans, bro, living in the past. Please tell me, other than Kobe's uh, last game, what did he do after that last championship? What Whose league was it after that last championship? LeBron's league. LeBron's league. This is LeBron's world, which is all living in it, bro. I'm tired of hearing about Kobe like he's still on the court. I really am. I don't care. Okay? This is LeBron's time. Shh. You watching Brom Brom. Not trying to hear what Kobe did. Not trying to hear about Kobe's 81 on Jalen Rose. Which we, are tired of hearing about that. Honestly. Tired of about that. Um, tired of hearing about what Kobe did, you know, with the Lakers and blah, blah, blah. And LeBron and Kobe. No, no, no. I'm watching LeBron Brom. Thanks. Um, so... I just think everybody should relax. Lakers fans, please relax. It's only three games, three, four games into the season. Your team will be fine. Overall, they don't look bad. Uh, LeBron's LeBron. Uh, Alonzo looks good. Uh, Ingram, oh, Kuzma is a beast. I love Kyle Kuzma. I really do like him. I think the Lakers are going to be all right. And I I do think they're going to probably make a trade before the deadline. GM LeBron, he's cooking something up. You're already cooking something up. He already is. But I think it's cool to see LeBron actually get rest. Uh, even though he's on the, he's still on the court more than everybody else, you know he's he's getting his big minutes. But you know, I feel like if this team can hold their own, if the bench can hold their own enough, like more than Cleveland, he'll be fine. Rested for the playoffs and you know to make a run or whatever. But I really don't think that we should all be writing the Lakers off before the playoffs even start. Like. Talking about uh they're not coming out of the West and they're not even gonna be a s like uh they're, they're talking about a second round exit. Well, we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> like we we really don't know. Like I don't understand how everybody's so quick to count LeBron out. It's LeBron James. Come on now. I, I really don't understand why, you know, I don't care if it's the West, I don't care where he is, it's yo, know, it's LeBron. Stop. Don't disrespect him. And don't disrespect the Lakers. They're young and, you know, they got a little old talent. But, bro, the Lakers are going to be fine. I think everybody's just – everybody expected, you know, maybe they – maybe people just got their hopes up too high. Maybe. But then again, it's just like, you know, relax. Calm down. It's not Christmas. It's not All-Star break. It's October. <sighs> <sighs> I think I just this is why I, I, I try to stick to football. I do. I, I don't basketball fans. You know that hard basketball fans. They I don't know how their brain works. It Just works differently than mine. I just don't understand why everybody's so you know in a fritz and you know in an uproar about nothing. It's three games into the season. Calm down. Okay, we are two games into the World Series, and honestly, I believe that we will only need two more to decide this one. Um, Two games in, the Dodgers, I mean, excuse me, the Red Sox are up 2-0. They won last night 4-2, and uh, game one was 8-4. And honestly, the the Dodgers, they just look shook. They just look shook. And uh, I didn't watch game two, but I did watch game one. Uh, Game one, you know. It's just like as soon as Kershaw got rattled, then the rest of the team was just like, oh, well, here we go. Here we go. Because I've been saying this outside of Kershaw, the Dodgers pitching is very suspect, like very suspect. And I told I told people, you know, outside of the podcast, I told my dad, I told him, I said, the only way the Dodgers can win this series is if they play perfect baseball. And they haven't. and. I just believe that the Red Sox are too much for them, and they're gonna. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be different they, when they go to LA, but I really don't see that. I I, I truly believe that the uh, the Red Sox are going to get this over with in four. They just they're just too much. They're too much for the uh, the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers have the bats. They do have the bats, but the Red Sox pitching staff is just. They're just too much. And they can't match that. They can't match that intensity. I just I just think the Red Sox are hungrier than them. And they have adjusted to the big stage well. Even though the Dodgers, this is their second year in a row coming to the show, they just can't perform. They can't perform. And, you know, back in uh, May when it was looking shaky for them, I had my doubts. But, you know, I know I've been very vocal, vocal in saying that the Dodgers were going to win it all. But I'm phony. And I, now I think they're going to get swept. And uh, but hey, you never know. Anything can happen in October, and you know anything can happen in sports. Maybe maybe they make a little comeback, but at this point, I don't see it. I really think it's going to be Red Sox and four, and that's just how it is, you know. But uh, so hope maybe next week we'll be talking about a a champion, depending on how this you know the uh, the schedule goes. But we'll see, we'll see. Okay, let's uh, talk a little boxing. A couple of fights uh, just got announced yesterday, but I just want to do a little rundown of uh, you know a couple key fights coming to us for the uh, last two months of the year, uh, November, December. So it's interesting. I'm trying to see if this Pascal fight is going to be the last fight on HP, HBO because you know that's what I'm seeing right now. Unless you know they decide to. Uh, if they have another fight, they have yet to announce for their last fight. Cause I'm sure they're going to have one in December. There, no way they go out like that. But it's right now. HBO is putting on a, a fight. November 24th, uh, is Dimitri Bivel versus John Pascal. And honestly, I'm surprised, surprised to see John Pascal back on a, back on a card. Ben is, I, th- I really thought he was done. Like, you know, so we got that going on. Then on the first, we got the big pay-per-view fight showtime. Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury for the heavyweight titles. And uh, I'm very excited about that. I cannot, cannot wait for that fight. Uh, Jared Hurd's on that card as well. And then the weekend after that, on the 8th, Loma's back. Loma's back in time. (laughs) Vasily Lomachenko was back uh, against Jose Pedraza. That's on ESPN. Then we got the the first major fight for... uh, Once again, I do not know how. We're just going to call them DAZN, the big boxing company that's writing the checks. Uh, The streaming company, uh, Canelo Alvarez versus Rocky Fielding. And honestly, I thought I know. I think last last episode, I probably said that Canelo was going to be uh, on HBO in December. But no, that deal went through, and Canelo's fighting not fighting on HBO. So Canelo's last HBO bout will be go down as could not love versus triple g2 that is very interesting wow now it's starting to feel real like as a boxing fan now i'm just like dang hbo is really done Whew. so yeah that's happening on uh december 15th Uh what other fights do we go oh, carl frampton carl frampton's uh it, it, that's over in england Uh that's saturday so like you know that's that won't be but I'm sure, you know, we'll be able to see it against Josh Warrington. But that same night, the fights we'll be seeing. The Charlo brothers are back in action. Uh, for, I think that's a doubleheader. They're both on the same card on December 28th at Barclays on uh, Fox. And uh, as of right now, you know, that's the last big fight of the year. So we got a lot of boxing to get through. I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited to see uh, Wilder and Fury. I'm very excited to see that. I'm excited to see Canelo. I'm excited to see the Charlo Brothers. Um, oh, and Jared Heard on that uh uh Wilder card Wilder Fury card as well. And uh I they haven't released like all of those fights yet. Uh also there's some ladies boxing in November. I didn't I am sorry I didn't mention it. I I gotta find out when that is because I'm excited about that. I've been waiting for that fight since the last time I watched uh Champ. Uh so I'm excited about that. And uh, the rumor, you know, the word on the street right now, you know, even, you know, according to 50 Cent and uh, and others that uh, Pacquiao oh, also Pacquiao signed with Premier boxing. So he'll be on, you know, Showtime and Fox. So that's good for the sport. And that's good for him trying to uh, research the background of his career. Uh, the word on the street is that Pacquiao and Broner will be kicking off 2019. That's the word on the street. Don't know how true that is. Uh, but I'll definitely be looking into that, and I'm really excited to see you know what Showtime has to put together for this year. They Showtime had a great year, great year. Showtime had a great year. Premier Boxing, you know that you know that's where the, most of the fights are on Showtime. But Premier Boxing, I will say, had a great year uh, with Garcia and um, Porter and Errol Spence's fight, and a well, hey, it's been a great year for boxing. Just like just like twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen was good for boxing as well. Great year for boxing. I was I was a little pessimistic about uh twenty eighteen because of how good twenty seventeen was, but twenty eighteen was great. Now I'm just looking forward to twenty nineteen. You know, finish the year off, we got a couple big fights left. And uh, you know, I'm excited as a boxing fan and for all the casual boxing fans, you know, I I'm trying, you know, I try to get like I have a couple friends that are into boxing, and then, you know, we know It's like the rest of us, the rest of them are like, you know, casual boxing fans. And, you know, Saturday nights, I let everybody know in the group message, bro, boxing's on, some good boxes on, let's tune in. It's a family, you feel me? (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's, I think, you know, the sport's not dead. You know, I feel like every year they try to kill boxing off. It's not happening. Boxing is alive and well, and it's a lot of young champions. And uh, I, I just think that the sport is thriving. I really do. So, yeah, that's that on that. You know, we got a lot of boxing coming up, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of boxing coming up. Okay, it's week nine in college football. And let's take a look at the AP top 25. We're going to, you know, just look at the top 10. Uh, We got Alabama at 8-0. Clemson at 7-0. Notre Dame at 7-0. LSU as seven and one, Michigan at seven and one, Texas at six and one, UGA at six and one, Oklahoma at six and one, Florida at six and one, and UCF down to number ten at seven and oh as they should. It's not a shot, but I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, there was no reason for them to be there's no reason for them to be top five. That's just facts. Um Michigan's on the way. Michigan is on the way. That's all I'm gonna say. Michigan's on the way. Do not sleep on those boys. All right. Do not sleep on those boys. All right. Michigan is my pick to get that four seed. Maybe the three. Three or four. I really see it happening. Even with that that loss over uh with uh Notre Dame the beginning. They haven't lost since. Uh they want to buy week. They just beat Michigan State. Next week, uh the revenge tour continues. They get Penn State at home at the big house up in Ann Arbor, they get they get Penn State, then they got two winnable games at Rutgers and then home against Indiana and they close the show at Ohio State. Listen, man. Listen, if 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 Michigan can win next week, beat Penn State, and then get those two little fluff games out the way. I mean you don't sleep on anybody, but those are two winnable ball games. Alright? Two two winnable ball games. If they can do that, then that that week that last week of the season against Ohio State will mean a lot. And I really think Shea Patterson and company want to shock the world. That team is really good. Defense is good. Higdon's great running the ball. Uh, Nico is great. Shea's great. Devin Bush great. Uh, look, man, don't sleep on Michigan. Okay, it's it's not the same Michigan from last season. Do not sleep on them. Uh, Alabama's Alabama. You know Alabama's going to be Alabama until January, until somebody stop, tries to, you know, somebody big has to try to take them down. Um, but the way the standings are shaking up, you know, it's tight as usual. You know how AP is, so we just got to keep watching. But you know, college football has been interesting this season. Uh, you know, it's been interesting. We've had some upsets, but uh, you know, so that's a little college segment. We'll, we'll be talking more uh college, especially next week. We're talking more college football for sure. All right, let's get into some NFL. Uh, Before we get into week eight, you know, I just want to talk about a couple of things. John Rudin made another trade. Uh, He sent Omar Omar Cooper to uh, Dallas for a first round pick. So now he's in possession of three first round picks. We're not about to call him something like evil genius or no way. I still don't think it's the right thing to do, like what he's doing. I I don't think he's doing great. And now Marshawn's on IR, and more than likely, he's not coming back this season. And he's talking about, you know, he wants to come back after next season, but I don't see it. I don't see him coming back for the Raiders next season. Not after what, you know, just happened, how the season went and how John's coming in, and I really don't see it. Like Marshawn's going to be a free agent. And honestly, I think he might retire, but for real this time. I think he thought, you know, coming home and playing in Oklahoma would be different. You know. But that that organization is just a mess right now. They have too much going on. Too, way too much going on. And John's not making it any better. And uh but you know, they got three first round picks, so you know, we'll see and you know I'm not he said he said nobody they're not tanking you know I don't I don't believe that I really think they've given up on the season uh you know who else should give up on the season the New York Football Giants because good grief good grief i they get rid of uh Eli Apple they send him off to uh New Orleans and they made another trade today Look, that team is in shambles. Like, Odell, like I said, he should not have signed that extension. I know he wanted to get paid. I understand he deserves the money, but bro, look where you are though. Look where you are. No way you felt that confident about this team that you said, sure, I'll sign. No. No. No way. No way. But I'm I'm not Odell Beckham. I don't have Odell Beckham channel. I don't have Odell Beckham money. But all I'm saying is. If that was me, I wouldn't have signed that. Not with Eli Manning as my quarterback. Eli's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. It's time for you to sit it down. Please sit down. Sit down before you get hurt. Because that line, they're not protecting you that much. Have a seat. Go do some commercials with Peyton. Go, uh, you know... Go Steve Saturday Night Live will take you. I, hey bro, you got options. You feel me? But uh this football thing is a wrap for you. Your time is up. Your time is up. Uh what else do we have going on? Oh, the Jags say that uh Blake's gonna start this weekend. That's that's just dismal for the for the Jags. That's dismal. Because bro, they that they, they were very excited to see uh Mr. Kessler go into the game. And of course, you know, as soon as we talk about uh Quarterbacks, you know, Kaepernick's name is going to come up, but like I said, no, that's not going to happen. Not with the court, the uh, legal things going on with the league. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, I, I don't see it. And uh speaking of Kaepernick, uh, Eric Reed and Malcolm Jenkins went at it over this uh past weekend, as a, you know, the Panthers played the Eagles, and uh Eric Reed body slammed Carson Wentz, then proceeded to body slam. Uh, Zach Ertz took them both to Suplex City after uh, a confrontation with Malcolm Jenkins over the uh, player coalition and everything that was going on with the uh, the, the league against the league with Kaepernick and everything. And, you know, it comes down to basically who's more down. You know, it comes down to who's more for the cause. And, you know, Reed felt like Jenkins sold them out. Okay. You have everybody to be upset if you feel, that, you know, if that's what you feel went down. But Eric Reed, I'm not going to tell. I will never tell a grown man or anybody how to feel or how to react. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how I would react in that situation. I don't know how I would handle myself in that situation if I felt so passionately about something. But I just say not like that because they call you all types of thugs and and you know what they really want to call you and when I say they I say they as in the ignorant people who don't understand who don't like I said maybe was it was at the first show first episode I said as far as the nail and go they choose not to understand those people and They, they just, this is what they want you to do. They want you to act up so they can say, that's the bad guy right there. That's him. That's the bad guy. That's, this is what you guys are nailing for. Basically, like you are thugs like that's When you act out like that, that's what they want to see. You can't act out like that. You can't give them what they want. You know, you fought to get back in the league. You're back in the league. Play football. Play football. Keep your head. Play football. Keep your head and play football. You feel me kneeling, keep kneeling, but don't act out don't don't almost fight your teammate because you got you're trying to get at Malcolm james Malcolm uh, Jenkins. I just think that was a better way to conduct that, and you know you can't act like that because you just give them what they want, you just give them what they want, and you know that's that's just not it, bro, not it at all, all right, uh enough of the heavy stuff, oh wait, I'm not done yet, Justin. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is still one of the best to ever do it. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it misconstrued. What is he now? 223 or 220, wait, 222 or 223? was oh, 223, yeah. He's only missed one of those. He'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. It's Justin Tucker. It's better to miss now in October than in January. Hm. How about that? Now let's get into some week eight picks. Let's get into this pick four um let's see what we got this week we got a couple you know we got an interesting in slater games but you know i'm going to take four of them and you know pick who i feel is going to win the game um hmm. the game i'm looking forward to this weekend is the packers and the rams sunday um that's going to be a, a battle that's going to be a battle and i don't know if cooper cups playing yet i don't they haven't said anything about coop yet yeah, he might be i don't know um, but that's going to be a factor in it. And Cobb is back this week. Um, I got the Packers ending the perfect season, the Rams. Everybody's talking about, oh, the Rams going to go 16-0, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Rams haven't played quarterback like this yet. And the knee brace might be off? Hmm. Mr. Rogers is coming to LA. But I will say this. The Packers have an interesting stretch coming up. Before we go, I'll I pick the rest of the games. The Packers have let's see, they play, they go to L.A. Sunday, and then they go to New England for a Sunday night game. Then they go back home for uh, 1 o'clock against uh, the Dolphins. Then they go out to uh, Seattle for Thursday night football, and then they they go to Minnesota for Sunday night football. That is it. And this is season-defining stretch of games for the Packers. They they would like to have it have at least win three of these five. They can win three of those five; they'll be in good shape. But yeah, it, it, it's going to be rough traveling. But it's just still a rough stretch of game stretch of games. So that'll be interesting to see. But I think they get it done this weekend, coming off the bye, and then we got the rematch of the NFC divisional game where we saw the Minnesota uh, miracle. Uh, Happened uh, in the divisional game the, where the Vikings beat the Saints uh, on that Sunday night. I got the Saints. This is this is the game they've been, I've been waiting for. This is the game they've been waiting for. I, I said uh, episode one, uh, Drew Brees and the boys are on a warpath, and here it is. It's time. You know, it, it's not. You know, it's not. It's Kirk Cousins' team now, but still, it's the Vikings, and this is this is the revenge right here. I got the Saints winning this game convincingly. I'm excited to see that. Um, so that's another uh, great NFC matchup. And then we got um, who else we got this weekend? Hmm. Oh, Thursday tonight, Thursday night game: Dolphins and the Texans, which is actually pretty interesting. It's going to be a good game. Uh, AFC East versus AFC South matchup. Hmm. I think the Dolphins are winning tonight. I, I think the Dolphins will win if they can figure out a way to stop uh, that boy D-Hop. I think they come away with the dub. They just got to stay in it. Uh, and then the last game I'll pick, um, hmm. oh, we got a divisional game this week with the, uh, the Browns and the Steelers. Last time, whoa, they tied the last time they played. Oh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting football game. I think the Browns win this time. I think the Browns win this time, for sure. It's going to be a great game, though. So that's it. That's week eight. You know, we're we're getting to the halfway point. And uh, yes, sir, football is moving right along. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you this week. Back same time, 12 p.m. drop Thursday um any announcement for you um just you know follow the follow the Twitter. i'm gonna to try to be more active on that twitter account actually uh but i'm really just trying to right now i'm just using it for drops you know to keep all the media uh in order and you know retweet from that page but i'll try to be more active on that page for those that do follow i'm sorry that i haven't been active you know i don't want you to, i know how that feels just waste a follow so i'll definitely try to be active on the electrified pod twitter twitter at electrified pod uh what else? Stream, 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 and retweet. Please continue to stream and retweet. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. I'm everywhere, baby, everywhere. Make sure when I drop, you retweet. I don't care. You retweet and you f- and you like that. You like that. Retweet and like it, man. Uh, appreciate the support for um, my uh, my listeners. Shout out to my fantasy league. Um, Just for all of you, this is a a fair warning to my fantasy league. Winter is coming. uh, And you know that. (laughs) Uh, I won't be in last place for too long. Watch that. Um, But, yeah, shout out to them boys. Um, But, yeah, next week, same time. Once again, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been Electrified.